What's up, guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Guys, what's up? Episode dos. Sitting here with my little boo bear, Elise. Hey, you know what's actually really funny? Is that two's my lucky number. Really? I didn't tell you that. No. Okay, well, then it's meant to be. You're meant to be here. Um, Guys, today we're going to be talking about consistency and what that means in our lives, how we've kind of expressed that in who we are as people, and um, honestly, a little aspect of how consistency can sometimes be a bad thing when it becomes an obsessive type of culture. So, like I said, our guest today is Elise. She's a good friend of mine. Um, You can find her on Instagram at eh.design. Um, Elise, what's up, sis? Well, hi. How you uh, doing? Good, good. Super excited. We, um, full disclosure, guys, we're both nervous, so we took shots of Fireball before we did God, this. I hate Fireball, too, so. <laughs> we took shots, and we're going to the Pacer game to celebrate getting this episode done, so, um, bear with us while we talk about this topic. There's going to be lots of laughing and probably <laughs> probably lots of cussing, knowing us. Knowing me, I cuss a lot, guys. <laughs> I don't even give a shit, though. <laughs> no apologies out the gate. Okay, so Elise, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, kind of like where you're from, what you're doing now, things of that nature. Okay, um, so I am from Oklahoma, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, to be exact. Um, and I moved here about three years ago. I used to live here in the past. Uh, I went to middle school and high school at Greenwood, um, and then left for a little bit because that's what I do. Um, <laughs> and, uh, came back, I had a kid and now I am balling out basically just staying way too busy. And, um, I guess I could say I have four jobs. Um, I'm a marketing and brand manager for my best friend's, uh, yoga studio, Yoga Fire, uh, I own my own graphic design business. I work for a marketing and a magazine company called Haven as a media specialist. And my favorite uh, adventure that I'm doing right now is my community-based club called Culture Over Clout, um, which we will talk about that in the near future. Um, but those are a little bit of things that I'm doing with myself. So, Okay, so I love that you said four jobs because as listeners have heard from the first episode, I don't think you and I are any stranger to the concept of hustling, like doing whatever it takes, you know, working wherever we have to work, getting money, all of that aspects of basically like if there's a will, there's a way. And Mm -hmm. like on the first episode, I remember I was just talking about like how cliche that is when people are like, oh, if there's a will, there's a way. But it's so accurate. And I think you just are like a personal, like you're attesting to that by saying you have four jobs you're a single mom. You mm-hmm. don't you don't really have help with that. I mean, I know that your mom helps, which oh, is yeah. super which kind is, of her. But I feel like nice. I feel like every grandma is like, I would never help. And then they're like, I'm obsessed with it. Exactly. She's obsessed, <laughs> which is awesome. It's so awesome. My mom's the exact same way. So um I do think that, that I think that's probably a, an aspect of what draws us to our friendship as well. Mm-hmm. Not the kid part. I wish, dude. I fucking wish. But uh, you just, can babysit whenever. I <laughs> I love Nugget. I would be so down. Um, but kind of just that aspect of like, if I don't return your call right away and you don't return mine or text messages or anything like that, like the concept of being busy because we're both hustling mm-hmm. is like, it's we're not strangers to mm-hmm. it type of thing. Yeah. Okay, so like I said, our topic today is going to be consistency, and I think the reason I wanted to have you on this is that I I notice a lot about your character as a friend Mm -hmm. and as a mom even with your consistency. So uh, just a little side note for 
all of the audience listening, there are times when I invite myself over to Elise's apartment. <laughs> She's like, yeah, that's fine. Nuggets in bed. And I'm like, it's 730. Like, how did you do that? And I think that consistency can fall into other topics such as habits, Mm -hmm. um, such as being reliable. So like you are consistent in your son gets up at the same time every Mm -hmm. day, goes to bed at the same time every day. And I feel like that really sets a great dynamic for him. Um, not only being well rested in like the physical aspect of it and like health aspect, but it sets the tone for you because then you can get work done Mm -hmm. and then I can sneak over and like invite myself over to sit on the porch but it's just I think consistency falls into a lot of different factors that we don't realize we're being consistent when it comes to habits and being reliable so how would you describe that level of consistency as far as creating habits in your home life especially being a mom like what are things that you 100% know that you have to be consistent on or it will not work So my kid going to sleep at the same time every night is the biggest thing because, I mean, when you have a child, it's no longer about you. You know, you have you have a little human to take care of, you know, when he needs to eat, you know, when he goes to bed. And it's the parents that break that consistency. That consistency. (laughs) Guys, I told you we did shots and fireballs, so don't judge her. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't give a shit. Uh, Judge me. I don't give a fuck. Uh, so that consistency with like my kid going to bed at the same time, it's, he knows, like he knows when he needs to go to bed, he knows when he eats. And like I said, when parents break that, their kids just like eventually grow up to do like whatever they want to do. They go to bed whenever they want to. They, they call the shots, which in reality, that's not how it's supposed to be. Yeah. And I feel like that, that kind of speaks to like, even in their, their grades and like their friendships and all those things, like if they don't have structure. And I feel like that's another key word with consistency is structure, Mm -hmm. like structure, reliability, and habits. I, I feel like are all encompassed within consistency Mm -hmm. because I know like it's, it's 100% like Knox is going to bed at the same time yeah he knows every time and he's so and he's tired then too and that's that's how my sister is with Lincoln is like I mean I kid you not I FaceTimed her last night and she goes "Uh uh-uh it's 8 15 and like Lincoln knows and she answered and Lincoln's like looking at me with like this zombie (laughs) face and I was like tell Kiki you love me and he goes by Kiki like he was (laughs) like he knew like he was like it's time to go Okay, so consistency for you and especially for Knox is huge. Um, what are some things that you do for you when it comes to consistency? Um, so I think like consistency for me is kind of my weakness. It's like kind of like a hit or miss for me because, for example, like after I had my kid um, two years ago, like the whole time I was pregnant, like I was obsessing about like I was obsessing that I was fat. But there's like the word, there's the word right there: consistency versus obsession. Okay, continue. continue. So I was obsessing the whole time I was pregnant that I was fat. Well, I'm pregnant. Like obviously I'm fat. Like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. So it's one of those things where like I was like, okay, when I have this kid, like I'm gonna get all this weight off. Like I'm gonna look fucking awesome. I and that's what I did. Like I literally the hardest I've ever gone and consistent at the gym was literally right after my kid. Because did you go every single day? Yeah, I went every single day. And also when I had my kid and I moved back I was living with my parents because like I was just trying to get my fucking life together and shit yeah so I mean that was nice so I was just going to the gym every day and I'm not even joking that was the best shape I've ever been in in my entire life and like I will say now like I'm not the best about going to work out every single day like I'm in shape but like I don't do it like how I used to because I mean I did obsess about it for a while yeah well and I think I think that's the thing that people struggle with and if I'm being honest I do the same thing is it really does lead to an obsession like I get that for example I'll be consistent with a morning routine you guys can't see my room right now I was about to say this podcast studio is like fucking awesome guys there's a chocolate fountain in the fucking corner guys and we have three guys feeding us grapes right now okay so and our feet are in hot Epsom salt water and like no my point of that was that I was very consistent 
um, for a short amount of time of getting up, making my bed every morning. I would, I would create these habits of like, I'm going to put my phone in the other room. I'm going to make my bed. I'm going to brush my teeth at this time. But after I wash my face, like it was like a, a habitual thing, but I became obsessed with it. So then if I wasn't doing that thing that morning, then I would, it would honestly kind of ruin my day. Like I, there have been times when I've left for work that I didn't make my bed and I turned my ass around just to make my bed. So like my brain became obsessed with the consistency. So kind of like what you're referencing with after you had the baby, like you became obsessed with working out and it kind of forced you into a consistency. I will say out of all my friends, you're like so consistent on making your bed in the morning. Like you're like the only person (laughs) I know that like legit makes their bed in the morning. Honestly, my ex-boyfriend was the one that would make my bed for me every day. And like, I kind of felt guilty at one point because, well, why the fuck am I not doing this? Yes, exactly. That's what it was. I mean, I will say like, he didn't have like a real job and so I would leave for work so there we go he's killing yeah. time making yeah his <laughs> yeah I mean like it was very nice it was almost like a like thanks for letting me stay you're leaving three hours before I have to actually get up so I'm gonna make your bed for you so it was very very kind like I appreciated it but then on the days when like he wouldn't stay the night mm-hmm. I was like damn this is my job all of a sudden because it really is a rewarding feeling to come home to a made bed and like when yeah. you like wiggle in you're I like oh okay I got my shit together before I left <laughs> yes. the house today we're good no one can see me right now but I physically just wiggled my whole yeah, body she like, did. <laughs> yeah she did but like it's it's little things like that that truly did become an obsession almost mm-hmm. and like even when I would get home from work I was like I have to journal uh this is like a sidebar I have three journals like I have a um, thankfulness journal where I talk about the, the law of attraction and a prayer journal. Then I have one where I just like throw a bitch fit about my life. Like I talk about like how everyone sucks and pisses me off and like, I need that. and it's so great because I'm like, wow, this is free and I'm just going to write this all out. And then my whole mood changes. And then my third journal is my goal journal. So that's kind of where I keep everything for, um, like the podcast and the jewelry line mm-hmm. and like my goals and plans for that. But I do think that consistency really can be hard not to obsess over. Like, where is that fine line between... <laughs> that was not you guys. You guys. So, I would not do that to you. So, uh, this is why this is my first podcast ever being on. I didn't put my fucking phone on silent, so... <laughs> fix it! Okay, I'll fix it. So, um, I do think that there's a fine line between consistency and obsession. So, like... If you had to take a guess, what do you think is that fine line? Like, how do you prevent yourself from obsession versus habit? Well, I will say when it comes to, like, consistency and obsession, like, there's certain things to be obsessed with that aren't bad. Like, for example, like, if you are obsessed with working out, like, that's awesome. Like that's, Shout out Alex McKinley. <laughs> like, right? And Liz. Like who's, and Liz, yeah. And Liz, like, Both fuck, of them dude. who are, like, ripped. Like, uh, What? <laughs> literally like let me eat sushi off both of your abs please like no I can't like people that are like consistent with going to the gym like that's awesome like it's great like I don't see anything negative it's only negative when like you're choosing the gym over like relationships and like uh, connections with people and like all anything along those lines that's when it gets a little weird but like I don't know. Like, obsession is kind of like a... Would you respect someone if, like... Okay, so, like, say you hit me up and I've gone to the gym consistently every day for, like, 12 days. And you're like, hey, do you want to come hang out? I'm like, ooh, dude, I can in an hour and a half, but this is my 13th day in a row going Mm -hmm. to the gym. I have to do this for myself. Would you think that that is, like, a what-the-fuck moment? No. Okay. Because, I mean, you're going to give me your time eventually. You're just going to okay, do your okay. thing. Okay, okay. You, so you're, you're saying, like, canceling-wise. Like, if someone cancels for something like the gym or, like, something that they have made a habit, then it becomes kind of weird yeah. when you're, like, detaching from your friends and things like yeah. that to keep a habit. Well, I mean, yeah. It's just anything that's the, – there's a certain point when it gets to be obsessive to where you literally will just shut everything out in your life. Okay, so – I'm staring at this piece of paper Elise wrote on because I briefly told her this topic because I didn't want, I didn't want this to be scripted. Like I wanted us to just kind of like roll the way we do when we have our porch talks. 
Um, but I gave her, she literally had 20 minutes of an, an idea of what we were going to do. So tell me what's on this piece of paper that you have written. <clears throat> so I want to talk about consistency eventually in the community and okay. uh, kind of um, wavering towards my culture over clout movement that I'm starting. Um, also consistency with friendships as well. Okay. Um, as well as probably a, a lot of people deal with this, uh, you know, going vegetarian, going vegan. Yeah, there's a I lot of you did that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of people that have their own opinions about that. So um, I did go vegetarian for a little bit. Uh, okay. Casey, uh, Casey White, uh, shout out. She uh, and she, she owns Yoga Fire, right? Yeah, she's okay. one at Yoga Fire Studios in Greenwood. She's a badass, badass bitch. Um, she went vegetarian and I saw her and like how her mood changed and like how she was acting. She felt good, like overall happy. So uh, let me tell you right now, if I could smash a five guys burger and if somebody like just gave me one, I would smash it hands down, like inhale, like deep throat in the fuck out of that thing. So I, I love meat. Oh Don't get God. me wrong. Okay. All I love types of meat. boneless wings, like everything you know don't really like steak but i say all types of meat and your first thought boneless wings dude hooters has the best boneless wings i don't even give a shit Shout out that's the best thing that's there i don't care about anything else uh so i mean like i love meat but i was like you know what i'm gonna do it i'm gonna be consistent i'm i'm going to try this okay because you just saw how it affected her and well, it was like yeah all good things and you're like well let's see she was convincing for me. me for a while to do it too yeah. so like i was like why not like what else am i doing like fuck it only live once so yeah. Um, I did it and honestly, I lost so much weight. Like, really? and it wasn't bad. Like it was like I didn't look like unhealthy. Yeah. I just I lost a bunch of weight. So it was cool being able to see like the changes I was making in my diet and then like I just felt better. Um I I saw results instantly and like I said, I it didn't last after a while because I was just like five guys is the one that did it to me <laughs> I literally thought about five guys you know what fuck it I'm just gonna eat a burger like whatever I think I remember that because you posted on your Instagram you're like guys I'm breaking my vegetarian status I'm gonna eat a burger I'll keep you guys posted because you literally I made explode. a story yeah I, yeah. Ate, I ate half of it and I laid it in my bed with the burger next to me <laughs> and I ate half of it and then I laid there for an hour just waiting, like waiting waiting for something to happen because Casey was like once you eat meat, you're fucked. Like you're 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 gonna shit. You're gonna throw up. Like you're fucked. And I was like, it's gonna I, feel like college, right? When you were 21, like exactly. right after a party, a good party. Yeah, but nothing happened. So we're good. Oh, nothing no, happened. Really? Nothing happened to me. I told her I shoved, I, I rubbed it in her face. I was like, you know what? <laughs> you told me this was gonna happen. I was preparing for it, but nothing ever happened. Nothing happened. Okay, so consistency, we've talked about consistency with health, consistency with being a mom, because that consistency of you making sure that, like, your son gets up, goes to bed, eats all at the same time is, like, yes, it's helping him, but it's really a reflection of you. Well, well, even that real quick, Mm -hmm. if I'm not consistent in my everyday life, Mm -hmm. then I fuck it up for him in the end, because if I'm not consistent on going to my job, on doing certain things... I don't make money. I'm not, there's no routine. He's not going to bed at a certain time. Like it messes everything up for him too. Well, and I think that that's kind of something that a lot of people can relate to because I feel like the consistency level, not even like being a mom, because a lot of us are not parents. So kudos to you on that. Um, But even like going to your job every day, Mm -hmm. like people don't give themselves credit for that level of consistency. Like they got up. You're getting up. Yeah. You're going to your job. You're doing your job. Some of you are not doing your job well. Let me just tell yeah, you. Yeah, right like, now. Like, you should be fired. <laughs> yes, you, you definitely should be, should be beaten. I mean, I, you got yourself there, but please reevaluate after listening to this. Like, be consistent in doing a good job because yeah. there's a difference. And I will say, hold on real quick. I will say, <laughs> listen, everyone shout out to everybody out there with this job situation. If you go to a job every day and you hate your life, get a new fucking job. Leave. Get go. a new job. Get out. If you are not happy, leave, Okay. Because it is not fun to be fired. Well, I mean that, but that, like, you, but you're life also affecting other people. You're affecting other people's consistency, and that is like the mind-boggling, like mind-blowing moment mm-hmm. of like you're like it goes full you, circle. Yes, you're not only affecting yourself by not being consistent. Let's just you know because every choice you make, it affects somebody else. Yes, or something domino. Else. Poof, 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 poof. 
Like, even something as simple as Starbucks. Now, shout out to Starbucks because I feel like a lot of people that work there are so nice. And you guys remember all these recipes. You would be great bartenders if any of you ever need a job. I actually used to work at Starbucks. (laughs) Yes, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Like, Like, Starbucks employees are super, super cool, super nice. And Which we you, have to be. It's like yeah, Chick-fil-A. But that's the thing. Exactly. Like Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and even Chick-fil-A, like you are consistently nice and you're consistently delivering a service. Mm-hmm. That feeds into someone else's consistency. What if I went to Starbucks every single morning at mm-hmm. 7 a.m. and I came because you're there? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like you being consistent on showing up and doing a good job sets the consistency for my day and my habits. Well, and it just so, puts you in a good mood, too. Yes. It's like so, you know what to expect. Yes. Everyone keep that in mind. Keep that in mind that you are flowing with other people's consistency. So, to your point, if mm-hmm. you do not like your job, no one's going to be mad at you for quitting. Like, you know how many jobs are out there? There are so many. Oh, my God. There are so many jobs. And don't, for one second, think that something that you want to do is one, stupid, Two, can't happen for you. Or three, that you need to stay in your job for whatever reason that you may come up with. Like, if you're truly not happy, I promise you on everything that is good in life, life is too short. I will say, I've had over 60 jobs in my entire life. Like, I'm not joking. Dude. I've I've quit so many jobs. I've, just because yep. I knew after three weeks, I was like, no, this isn't going to work. <laughs> like, if, if you're my boss and you can't respect me, I don't respect you. I don't care, nope. like... Bill Gates and all of Steve Jobs, they put their employees before them because yep. a good leader does that. Like, yep. they're There's doing a all the work. between being a leader and a boss. That's a whole nother topic. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, do what you have to do because think about it. If you quit a job, if I didn't quit all those jobs, I would never be where I am right now. Yeah. End of story. Yeah, 100%. So I think, I think that's where people get stuck is, like, I think the biggest topic and I talked about this in the first episode that I wanted to focus and zone in on with consistency was consistency versus being the best. Oh, God. Yes. So, like, people feel like it's not good enough if they're consistent. It is good enough. I know that sounds silly, but, like, even now if you're giving your all, if you are giving your all and you're not the best but you're consistent, I personally feel like that's better than being the best. Well, I mean, if people will have this, like, thing in their head where, like, uh, that is the issue. But, like, people keep forgetting that it's all about the journey. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally all about the journey. Like, people that go to the gym every single day, they go to work out. You're not going to see results after you go to the gym. Yeah, you might have a little pump and whatever. But, yeah. like, you're going to see results after months or a year of going. And, like, I feel like that's an issue now is consistency with that is, like, just be happy where you are in life right now. Like. Yeah. It, everything is a process and like I feel like well and in I our, think that that in our gen- were you about to say in our generation yeah, like yeah. with with the instant gratification aspect mm-hmm. that really really hinders people from being able to be consistent because we all want this like next best thing like how can social I social media yes fucks it up for all yes of us. how can I be the best person in the gym with the best six-pack with the best this the best that okay I I personally don't give a shit if you are the best at something, but if I saw you doing that every single day, like a a prime example, I remember reading an article on Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Now, also shout out LeBron, okay? Cuz they're mm-hmm. two, like the two of them, like you guys are amazing amazing players, mm-hmm. great people doing stuff for the community. Yeah. I'm here for all that. <clears throat> but I remember like Steph Curry, I was reading an article about him and I wish I could remember <clears throat> where I read it, but He was like, I went to the gym every single day and shot threes. Like, for everyone watching on ESPN who had never, like, paid attention to him, and they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, he's three after three after three. Yeah, because homeboy was in the gym shooting threes constantly. I don't know if it was him or not, but I remember he, like didn't get picked the first round or something like he got drafted and then like nobody picked him and then he went back and then he went back like I said if there are any guys listening to this right now you're probably gonna laugh and make sure like this bitch has no idea what she's talking about yeah I need to listen to more espresso and like pay attention shout out Ben Polizzi and Joey (laughs) shout out to both of them because that's the only time that I listen to sports and like get all of my aka we're also (laughs) about to go to a pacer game we're about to go to a pacer game pacer game but that's because Kayla yeah. Shout out Kayla. <laughs> we're just like we're like drop we're just name dropping all these people and just being like shout out, shout out, shout out because we've got mad love for all of you. But I mean even like just being consistent 
like you don't you can earn being the best mm-hmm. but i feel like people quit being consistent because they're not immediately the best and i feel like we forget about the people who aren't the best mm-hmm. when really cons- i feel personally like consistency outweighs that now sometimes you get like freaks of nature like lebron who are not only consistent but they are the best yeah and that can be tied into a multitude of things like like i was telling you earlier well if you train that hard and you work that hard you have every single reason to say that you're the best hands yeah. down that's how yeah. i feel if you work that fucking hard for something you should be able to say because i best. feel like it's it's not even a matter of of saying or like proving that you're the best whether that be statistically or whether Mm -hmm. it be monetarily being Mm -hmm. like oh I'm the best I'm the richest I'm this and the other but to say like yeah I go to the gym every single morning Mm -hmm. I do this or like I make my bed every single day like Mm -hmm. I may not be the best bed maker but I tell you what that bed is made Mm -hmm. like it's just it it's like when you're consistent with something it doesn't really matter if you're the best at that point. Personally, like, that's how I feel about it. Do you think that one wa- outweighs the other? Well, you know, I don't know how I feel about that, honestly. Okay. Um, I will say that with con- with consistency, there's also discipline. Yeah, Because sure. discipline is very important. Because if you're also not disciplined with your consistency, then, like, yeah, you're if not, you're just you're showing not getting up, anywhere. but you're not doing anything. Yeah. 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 For sure. Okay. So, like, <laughs> for me, I know personally, <clears throat> I was talking about this on the first episode when it came to playing volleyball. Mm-hmm. I am a strong, like, 7 out of 10 as a volleyball player. Uh, my form is dog shit. Like, I don't know how to place the ball sometimes, but I kid you not, all through high school – all through college, any workout I was at, I was there. Like, nothing else mattered. Mm-hmm. Anytime that we had a fundraiser, anytime we had practice. I mean, I can specifically remember my junior year, I ended up getting strep throat and had a fever of, like, 102, and I showed up to my game. I was about to say. And yeah. my coach was like, what? Why? Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to get everyone else sick. And I was like, I didn't want you to think that I don't love this. Mm -hmm. Like, I was willing to prove my consistency even if I was crawling up the bleachers, like dying. And I think that that's what a lot of people don't really take into consideration is I'm not the best. This is not the best podcast people have ever heard. It's not going to be the best blog that you've ever read when I have, like, a matching blog to the podcast. All right. Well, we're shout out when a year now. (laughs) When a year comes from now and we look back and you're fucking hitting numbers. All right. We're just going to – we're going to laugh about this. We will. We're going to laugh about this. I hope so. That's what it's going to be. Let's just put that into, like, the law of attraction. We will laugh about it. It will happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, But I do think that, that, like – It's just a matter of, like, as a person, Mm -hmm. a personality trait of mine is reliability. And Mm -hmm. I think that falls into consistency. Like, my coaches knew I was always going to show up. Like, no matter what. I Guys, let me just tell you, funny sidebar story. When I was in college, (laughs) we had practices at 4.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. And that was our first practice of the day. Sometimes we had two. Sometimes we had three. Ridiculous. It was insane. And I had 18 credit hours and a job. And I was like, what am I doing? Like, who needs sleep? What is sleep? Um, But our coach, super dope, Chris was like, she just was absolutely amazing. and But she had to be at her real job at like 7.30. So mm-hmm. she was like, sorry, guys, you're shit out of luck. We got to practice at 4.30 in the morning. Now, let me just say, the baseball house was like the death of me. Because they were always like, come play video games. Come play beer pong. Let's hang out. So all of us volleyball girls would go there. Long story short, 4.30 a.m. practices after a night at the baseball house don't really coincide. So even though... I was dead inside because I had slept for like an hour and a half after being dedicated. Yes. Showed up to practice and unbeknownst to me, my picture was on Facebook of me doing a keg stand. (laughs) And my coach like college life. Yes. My coach like walks over to me and shows me the phone and she's like, Really? But like I'm here though. And I literally that's what I said. I was like I mean, I'm the captain of the team. I'm still here. She's like, just go. And literally just made this motion of, like, start running. And I was like, 
this is it. This is where I die. Like this, this is the end. But at the same time, like, I think the only reason I was not suspended, I didn't have to sit out a game. Mm -hmm. Any of those things was because I was consistent Mm -hmm. was because even though I had every reason to sit there and be like, Oh, sorry, I don't feel good. Sorry. I'm not going to make it. I was like, "Mm, I'm pretty sure we're still drunk, but I'm showing up to practice because that's what I technically, and all of you college athletes out there, that's what you get paid to do. Mm -hmm. Your, your tuition and your scholarship is payment. So get your ass up, show up to practice, show up to class because you're technically being paid to be there. Anyways, on that rant, I, I really do think that that's the only reason that I wasn't in trouble was because I still showed up when I could have initiative. Easily, you yeah. literally had initiative. I could have easily yeah. been like, mm, nope, not today. And made some bullshit excuse. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. And I think that that's like stating on the personality trait aspect. I can honestly say that a lot of my friends know that I am a consistent friend. Like I will show up to your events. I will. You're like a ride or die bitch though. Like you legit, I'm not even joking. Like we'll have a conversation about an event that like I'll forget about in like three weeks. But like the day of the event, she's like, oh, well I have this event to go. It's like, how the fuck do you remember this? I don't know. I really don't. I think it's honestly because people are not consistent for me. Like a lot of people in my life are not consistent for me. So I feel like I go above and beyond to be consistent for everyone else. Like it's kind of that concept of people feeling like they're alone. Like mm-hmm. I never want anyone to feel like they're alone, which is what motivated me to do the podcast, to do the blog. Like for people to get this aspect of, oh my God, someone else feels that way. Like someone else understands where I'm coming from. Well, for me, it's the same with reliability. Mm-hmm. It's the same with consistency. So when I get invited to go to these events, whether it be a pop-up shop, a grand opening, someone's birthday, you know, your kid's birthday, anything mm-hmm. like that, um, I think it's really, really, really important to remain consistent. Mm-hmm. And I, I honestly pride myself on that because I'm like, yeah, people know that when they call me, I'm going to answer. Well, not always. My phone stays on do not disturb, <laughs> but I'll always call you back. <laughs> right? I call her, then, like, it goes straight to voice. I'm like, all right, this bitch is doing something. So. No, it's just always on do not disturb because I like to have, I like to have options. Like, I'll call that person back when it's a good time for me. Well, that, but no, I'll still call to, you back. Yeah, I'm not trying to get my phone to go off. My ringtone's really embarrassing, so. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure my ringtone is Kanye. Oh, God. Because... I love Kanye like Kanye loves Kanye. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I want to say something, too, because you're talking about this. This kind of goes into, like, being consistent and being a good person. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if you're not consistent and, like, you – that kind of goes hand in hand. Like, yeah. if you're consistent in a lot of things, like, you should also be consistent in being a good person. Like – there's no, like, half-ass and being, like, a good person. Like, you're a good person, you're not a good person. Well, and I feel like that kind of feeds into just social media in general makes it really, really easy for people to kind of convey that they want to be a good person and that they know how to be a good person, but in real life, they're not consistently parallel to those same beliefs, if Mm -mm. that makes sense. So, so like, being a good person is not easy all the time but once you do it and you get rewards from it whether it be internally or like outward from other people like it becomes a consistency Mm -hmm. but I do think that social media hinders us into thinking like if I comment on this person's thing or if I post like a really positive story or if I post these great quotes on my feed then then I'm being a good person well no you're not if like you're going out to the club and starting a fist fight. Like, no, you're not if someone drops $20 and you pick it up and don't try and return it to that person. Like, no matter what you're doing as an outward appearance, that doesn't make you a good person if you're not doing it behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Like, and that is a huge thing with consistency. So I will say, I'm having an issue lately with people not being 100% consistent and reliable and authentic um so I mean I guess a lot of that plays on social media too because I've had a lot of people say hey I've met so and so and on social media it was great we had a great conversation and then I met them in person and then I was like super fucking disappointed you know Dude. 
So when you say that they like met them in person, like they realized that there was a drastic difference, like the consistency of what is projected doesn't match the consistency of what's real life. Is that what you mean? Yeah. So like, I know, I mean, that's not a lot of people, but a lot of people I've met, I mean, there'll be a certain way behind closed doors when it's not a lot of people around. Mm -hmm. And then when they are around a lot of people, they're a different person. And for me... I, I don't fuck with that. I'm, I'm very, I'm cold hearted when it comes to people. I might keep my circle small. Like if you can't be the same person in public that you are with me in private, mm-hmm. I don't fuck with you yeah. because to me, it's like, why can't you just be 100 all the time? Like, well, and, and I completely agree with that. And I think it's hard too, because I feel like there's certain aspects like, and I was explaining this to you the other day. I mm-hmm. feel like there's different hats that different people wear around certain environments like like I know some of the private things that we've shared together Mm -hmm. we're not gonna go and share that with a stranger at the Pacers game you know what I mean like like obviously you have to get comfortable with someone and there are quite a few people that I have had the pleasure of seeing like who they are behind closed doors Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god you're stupid funny like stupid funny yeah and you're goofy and you're so much fun and you're authentic and wow I didn't know this about you and then Social media wise or like out in public, I'm like, okay, Rico Suave, like chill out. Like this is not that is if it's you would fa- just it's the front though. Yes, I think that's it's it. It's such a facade. It's, it's just the clout. Like- it's the fucking clout. And well, you guys, we're gonna get because I already know I'm gonna be back on this fucking podcast. <laughs> we're we're about to talk about this because there is a difference between culture and clout. Okay, so would you define? like being cultured and like this aspect that you're talking about with culture over clout like is that the authenticity like the consistency of giving back to people giving back to your community over the concept of just what it looks like like actually doing and being well yeah I mean I mean the biggest thing with anything is you're selling people on what you believe in and Mm -hmm. that's the biggest thing you're not going to get anybody to believe in what you believe in unless you fully believe in it and you trust the process like and for me it's yeah I I really think that giving back to the community is the biggest thing that we should do because this world sucks life sucks but you know that when we help one another it changes everything like life just gets better and I know people are like, oh, it's so corny and stuff. and Or, like, I want to give back, but I don't have the time. But it's like, why don't you have the time? Like, yeah. like not don't be selfish for two seconds. Yes. Like, you spend probably, and you have this fucking that app on your phone that tells you, you spend six hours a day on Instagram. Imagine if you spent the six hours or even split up that six hours to one hour of going to do something else, doing something for somebody else. Why wouldn't you do that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was talking to my buddy Josh about this. Um, He created the Halo app. And we were discussing just the ideas of of giving back to the community and, like, helping people out and trusting people. And he goes out and he, like, picks up trash whenever he's outside. I kid you not. Like, we were in Fountain Square and he was like, yeah, I do this all the time. Like, that right there, guys, like, that's being consistent about the environment you're living in. And you're not doing it for the clout. You're not no. doing it for social media. No. Nobody's filming you. Nobody's watching. You're doing it because nobody's watching you. You're deep down. You are a good person, and you know what's right. You and know I, what's right. I think that's where people struggle the most, and it's it's truly heartbreaking. Is like, it, I was honestly looking at it um, on Red Table Talk. With, mm-hmm. I saw uh, that post. Yes, that posted. God, yeah. they were that they're so, so amazing. God, I love it so much. And they were talking about narcissism, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how, yeah, you're working at a soup kitchen. Yeah, you're picking up trash. Yeah, you're donating clothes. But are you only doing it because someone's making a video of you doing it? Mm-hmm. Are you only do- now? Granted, there are things that we promote for positivity like you promote a shoe drive you promote a coat drive like it's it's because you want people to be more involved with it Mm -hmm. and have the opportunity to give and that makes complete sense to me but if every weekend I'm volunteering at the soup kitchen and I'm like taking selfies with the homeless people I'm serving to I'm not doing it to help people. Like, I, you're doing it because you want the attention of exactly. someone validating you. You're being consistent 
for the attention. You're not being consistent for yourself. And that's where it gets negative. Yeah. Well, and I think that's kind of where I was um, referencing earlier where, like, consistency can be positive and it can be negative. And that right there, that is the negativity aspect Mm -hmm. of your consistency can be negative. Like, if, if all you're doing is doing things for that validation, for someone to be like, you're a good person. You're probably not like you're, you're honestly probably not like if you only do things for someone else to tell you it's a good thing to do, what are your real intentions? Like how does that consistency factor feed into your intentions? Just because you're doing it all the time doesn't mean it's good. Yeah. Well that and just, you don't need to show the whole world. It's, it's a you thing. It's an internal thing. Like you feel good about helping others. Like, yeah, it's cool that you showed somebody else in your social media, but like, if that's like ultimately what you care about is making sure you get the pictures and videos in, you're not really giving me a hundred percent on actually doing the work on actually giving back. And so that's just also culture of a clout. That's what I'm trying to do is like, it's not about the likes. It's not about the follows. It's not about any of that shit. Like when I want people to go out and join this club and go out and volunteer, I don't want you taking videos. I don't want you taking pictures. I don't even want you on your fucking phone. Like yeah. you are there to serve Just, like, others. Be aware of you're there to serve what others. You're doing. You know what be I'm in saying? The moment of it, like that journey that you were talking about, like actually living. Like it's it's. I feel like you've created this platform for people to get opportunities that maybe they wouldn't have before like mm-hmm. you're and you're currently um doing the coat drive right yes okay so tell me about the coat drive so the coat drive is a month long we have a lot of notable businesses uh, along for the coat drive bakersfield bobby cooper salon the eagle krueger's yoga fire training point buzzy coffee wow. uh aco um oh gosh square cat vinyl I'm trying to think who i'm missing out Oh, God, I'm feeling shit if I miss somebody. I can't think of, but a if lot of... If she didn't noti- name you... You truly, know you're important. Yeah, you're, you're truly, truly so appreciated. Yeah. So, I mean, I got a lot of businesses along because, I mean, like I said, in that aspect, I would like to get a lot of big name businesses and a lot of local businesses. And also, it's good for both of them because it's it shows that a big name business in the city and a local name business in the city can be next to each other and they're not competing like there's no competition with that so for culture over clout like that's that's what your main goal is kind of sounding like it is is not necessarily getting on social media and repping what you're doing but you're creating a platform to be informative of opportunities for people to give back yeah and I mean nobody really knows exactly what's going down yet I mean in my head I do but it's I mean am I obviously but like when this all drops and like the whole just like the whole idea behind it is 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 going to be monumental because in a way I am using social media to help me get out there to people because if they're social, social media doesn't have to be negative. No. And if you're not using social media and you're running a business, like you need to get with the times. Like that's so dense. Like you have a free platform to get the information out there. You just have to do it the right way. You have to do it the right way. And like, for me, it's, like I said, we'll talk about this later, but I mean, it's just connecting with the right people, the people that you know, have access to a whole nother audience that you didn't even know existed and like you never know like who needed that like the people that go on mission trips because they just need to like do something for others and when they come back they're like life changed Mm -hmm. I want to create that like mini that mini situation here in Indy like there's so many ways to get involved here but people just like don't know where to start and they don't know how to get involved so what kind of set you in motion to get this community club going you know like oh, what gosh. this what, is a long this is I, I can summarize it but summarize and we can dive in deeper on a different episode but like just a summarization for people who are listening who who want to understand like what that foundation was so if they stand behind that that's something they can get involved into yeah. so what kind of like set you into creating this so I've always volunteered my whole life. I have soup kitchens. Um, I've, I've done everything. And I really enjoyed it. And as I've got older, I've realized that, um, like, you, you have to have a job. You're not going to enjoy it all the time. But I knew that, like, I'm good at graphic design. I'm really good at doing that. I make money from that. 
But sitting back and thinking about what I'm actually passionate about, it's it's not anything specific. I'm not passionate about graphic design. I just do it because I'm good at it and it makes me money. Yeah. I'm passionate about helping others. And I knew that like eventually some point in my life, if anything that I do is just to help others, even if I'm not getting paid for it. So Culture Overclaw is going to be a nonprofit in probably in the next six months yeah. just because that's my thing. But like I said, that's that's ultimately the goal is just helping people. And it's my outlet on how to do that. Like I said, I'm, I'm willing. This is how much I care about it. I don't even care about getting paid. Like I just want to do something for other people. And I'm tired of people bullshitting everything. So like don't bullshit. Just do it. Yeah. And I mean, like I said, you just sit on your ass all day on Instagram. So do something with it. Yeah, like if you're doing things on Instagram all day. And now we're not – I don't want anyone to think like we're trashing you being on Instagram. We're on no, Instagram. No, I mean all the we're time. on Instagram like, too. Yeah. We do the same but thing. But I mean there's it's but excessive. It's like, it can be excessive. Yes. Like you like you said you have the fucking app in your phone now that tells mm-hmm. you how many hours you spend a, a day and like a week on Instagram. And like if you go back and look at that and actually look at that app, it's sickening. Like yeah. how many it's hours you spend I on Instagram? I noticed that when I took a week off of social you're media. You're brave. I was like, you're so brave. I was like, <laughs> It was it was wonderful. I and that's kind of where I created those other habits of like that week of not having it, being making my bed, you know, a new skin. Well, I can tell routine. that you were a different person after that. Yeah, too. I like, was very calm. Like, your blog I wasn't post was so good too. The blog post that you made after that it was like, like thoughtful <laughs> because I didn't. I I I was just like within myself. Like I had my own thoughts. So when you it, journaled everything. Like yeah. you journaled your feelings, your thoughts, the process. Like you. It was literally an eye-opening experience to see, like, what it's like to live without social media because people will just be without social media and then they won't actually sit there and, like, dive into and, like, think about it. And then you also think about, like, oh, my God, look at all the shit that I did when I wasn't on Instagram. Like, not even, like – that's the thing is, like – I I definitely think that I could be more involved with the community, which is why I'm so inspired and like wanting to help with culture over clout because I, I don't necessarily know about the opportunities Mm -hmm. and, um, I think it's really important and things that I want to do as far as helping. And I don't always, I don't always know what's going on or how I can help, but it's not that I don't want to, it's that I don't really know where to get started. I will say, let me just shoot some statistics out for you guys while we're here. 25% 25% of Americans take time to volunteer. Okay. What? 43.3% people volunteer in Indianapolis. Okay. 96% say volunteering enriches their sense of purpose in life. And so 96 96%. So think about that. Do you feel enriched off of getting on social media and seeing certain posts and maybe posting about yourself and you feel enriched and you went to the gym, you feel enriched with your life. But think about if you can like divert that into like helping others. I don't know. I'm going to shove this down people's throat and everyone knows yeah. that. Nobody actually nobody knows that. Nobody knows how any idea of like what's to come with this. Go, yeah. yeah. Like people in our generation like really don't give back anymore. That's like an older thing to do. Like you well, see like our parents and like our grandparents, they volunteer a lot. But like people our age, like they could give a fuck about volunteering because they got fucking social media. Why yeah. Why do I want to leave my house where my Xbox is and my my uh, Instagram and my, my dog and my fucking, well, I shouldn't just say. Just anything else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it, just anything else, but like. Do you want to feel good about yourself? Like, do you want to feel good also about helping others? Which I feel like people don't, like, I feel like it's one or the other. Like, people don't really know how to get involved. And then you have the people that don't really give a shit about being involved. Which that's okay. Like, if you don't want to be involved, then you're just not who I'm trying to, like, disregard everything. I'm not going to shove it down your throat. Yeah. I just want to give people people the opportunity. No, like, if you're not going to fully enjoy it, then they don't move. They don't come. Move the fuck on. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I feel like you need a sticker that just says, move the fuck on. And I feel like my catchphrase is always like, get fucked. Like, I'm like, people say something stupid to me. I'm like, get fucked. Like, another thing (laughs) is, I don't, I don't give a fuck. I realize that, like, (laughs) Like, you actually have to give a fuck, guys. Like, come on. Like, people say that. I mean, I say it from time to time, but I'll stop myself because I'm like, wait, I have to give a fuck. She has to. And she, like, little sidebar, (laughs) she really does have a heart. She's cold-hearted when it comes to, like, if you push her buttons the wrong way and, like, prove that you're not – if you don't respect Elise's time – 
that's it. Yeah, like, I'm, I, you, that's, you get two tries, and if yes. you fuck up the second time, I swear to God, I'm done. Dude, my... Time is, like, your most valuable asset. It's my most valuable asset because I'm constantly... I got I'm four constant, jobs. Yes, I don't have time for that shit. I got, I got four a kid. jobs. I've got a dog. He's locked out of the room right now because he's he's loud. He's he would, on one today. I'll tell you. He would be yelling at us yeah. right now. But it's, like, I, I have three beautiful nephews. I have a beautiful niece. I have two sisters. Beautiful. I've got all of my friends. Like, it's just, like... If you don't respect my time, Dunzo, mm-hmm. done out, get fucked. You're, like, on my, you're on my Dunzo list. You're done. Can we please let's make a Dunzo list? Like D U N D U N Z O, Dunzo, Dunzo. Okay, so we are Dunzo. We are Dunzo. We're done. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for sitting on my couch with me and talking about consistency how things have been consistent or lack of for you culture over clout um if you guys get the chance go follow on instagram i know you said the whole month of november correct is yeah we didn't drive? really go into detail about that yeah so uh whole month of november you can go to any of those locations that i listed verbally. and they are they are also listed on the instagram page for culture over clout which it's culture <clears throat> it's oh shit <laughs> she's looking it up on instagram right now to like remember yeah, if there's any like it, underscores it's culture of clout and then there's an underscore underscore after it but if you just type in culture of clout, it's gonna pop up it'll get there but uh we're on some next level shit yeah and uh i want everyone to know that now because i just want everyone to be on the wave when it yeah. happens so when i think it's really cool because i don't think that there's really an an outlet for you know, kids our age and people wanting that information to be able to help. I don't think that there's, there's nobody doing what I'm doing in Indianapolis no, right now. No, and I, I mean you go to like volunteermatch.com and like check and see what volunteer things. But like I'm going to be working directly with companies and things that are already established. I'm not trying to recreate the wheel here. I'm trying to just get people involved at things that are already created. So and already happening. Yeah. yeah. So make sure you check out the coat drive. I know. All of us love taking our things to Plato's Closet and getting Bish, money for Bitch, I know them. you were going to Bakersfield to get some chips and queso if and some tacos. If you can go to Bakersfield and get a marg, I know you, you can bring an old I know coat. you go on the Eagle to get that chicken sandwich. You better be With that hot sauce coat. honey, baby. Yeah, yeah. That hot sauce honey. <laughs> so, thank you so much for coming yes. and chatting about all of this with me. Um, unfortunately. I've been glad that I've been able to fuck it up. <laughs> Unfortunately, we got to go to a pacer game and we got to cheer on Kayla. We got to cheer on Nikki, our little pacemate babies. I want to be cheering. I don't even know what the fuck I'm cheering for. So she's just, she's just there. I'm just just, there. She's just there for the culture, not the clout, baby. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly, baby. Well, this is Chino's best. And like I said, May not always be the best, but it's going to be consistent with authenticity, consistency with delivering, consistency with people that we know or you may not know yet that you can be connected with and connected to ideas. And at the end of the day, you are not alone. No one is alone in this world. And we just really want to reiterate that you just should branch out. Just branch out, get to know people, follow people that you hear on this podcast, give us your feedback. Cannot wait to hear from everyone. And that's that. We're donezo. We're donezo. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.